Welcome to Life Science Marketing Radio, the podcast where marketing leaders inside and outside the sciences share their creative ideas and practical approaches to increasing your marketing ROI. Here's your host, Chris Connor. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. It has been a while. We skipped Christmas and then, of course, we didn't do one on New Year's and we had no episode last week, so we are back now. I thank you for your patience and waiting. Um, it's New Year's, and today it's just me. So we're going to talk about goals. I hate New Year's resolutions. I like goals. It's another way of saying let's focus on outcomes. And one way to do that is to say, when you look back at the end of the year, where do you want to be? How will that look different from today? How do you want your life to be better? What will it take to get there? So I think about these every year over Christmas. It's usually pretty quiet around the house, not many client calls. And I look at the goals I'd set before. And of course, what pops out are the ones I didn't achieve. Now, I do have a pretty good record of eventually achieving the big goals I set for myself, not always in the year I first declared them. But I'm a huge believer in the idea that the most important first steps to achieving them is writing them down and sharing them. And so I've written down my goals for this year. I'm going to share them with you later in this episode. If in the meantime, I can pat myself on the back a little bit, I'll say that I can be ridiculously persistent about achieving those goals. So it has been my goal since 2012 to stand up on a surfboard and ride a wave under control where an outside observer would say, hey, look at that dude, he's riding a wave. My son and I took lessons together starting six years ago, and maybe six times a year we'd head over to Santa Cruz for a day. My son got it pretty quickly. He started, he must have been 11. He's now he's 16, and he's riding pretty big waves and even walking the nose. So for those of you who aren't surfers, this is where you bury the back of the board in the wave. The wave is holding down the back of the board and he walks to the front and hangs his toes over the edge. Pretty awesome. My story is a little different. Only a few weeks ago, after dozens of failed outings, did I finally achieve that goal. And the best part of it is now that at the end of the year, I don't have to look at it on my list anymore. So that was a personal goal for me. I also have business goals. You at least, I'm sure, have performance goals from your job. But do you also include your personal goals on that list? So I kind of think like only one or the other isn't really sustainable. If you only have work goals, um, you're going to burn out sooner or later. And of course, if you only have personal goals, we'd all love to just go out on vacation and take care of all the stuff we've wanted to do our whole lives. But that's probably not financially responsible. I'm going to share with you both my business and my personal goals. And along the way, I'm going to tell you a couple things that I've learned, not only about setting them, but what makes sense and mistakes I've made. One of them is not having enough focus or clear priorities for both your business and personal goals. I've made that mistake both ways, or I've experienced that both ways, because focus is important. Having too many goals is as good or as bad as not having any. 
And if you have a lot of goals, you should at least have some priorities so you know where to focus your effort. I can tell by looking back at some of my personal swimming goals, we'll talk more about those in a minute, that having too many that are unrelated to each other is another way to fail. In other words, trying to reach too many different goals that don't work together always ends up in some disappointment. And on the business side, Rebecca Rapucci and I talked about this in a recent episode. She called it the peanut butter approach. So Rebecca is the marketing director at Cell Signaling Technology, and she talked about the transformation she's made where they used to spread their marketing dollars all over the place, spread it everywhere. And she shifted away from that, which took a lot of education and hand-holding for management and so on. But the results have improved dramatically. I've had a similar experience. So someone recently asked me about my challenges as a marketing director, which I'm not anymore, but I used to be. And thinking back to when I was in that position, there were, of course, many challenges. But the one I thought most surprising, although it seems common, was a lack of focus and priorities connecting the overall business strategy to what we were supposed to do in marketing communications. So leadership seemed very good at saying, this is where we're going over the next few years. But when making a budget for Marcom, every activity seemed equally important by segment, by product, by geography. And I had to push the leadership to say, this is where we think the opportunities are and where we should focus our efforts. Because certainly not every opportunity is the same. There are geographies that might be opportunities. There are market segments that are opportunities. There are new products that need marketing. There are old products that probably never need marketing again and will continue to sell. I encourage you to avoid that situation, push back on your leadership, get them to lay out those priorities so you know where to focus your effort and you can be more successful. I had lead generation goals, but that's not enough. They have to be lined up. We'll talk about this as well lined up with what really matters. And so, yeah, you got to work on the right things as well. So two big mistakes, not enough focus. Other one is the wrong focus. All right. I promised you I'd tell you what my goals are for this year. So in terms of focus, I have only three because I don't have to worry about standing up on a surfboard anymore. And that's the biggest difference from years past. I've got one for my mind, one for my body, and one for my wallet. And I'll take those all in reverse order. So business-wise, I have a monthly revenue goal. I've had revenue goals in the past, probably not by month. I had an annual revenue goal. I like having it by month because that makes me more attentive. In terms of for my body, that's fitness. You all know I'm big into swimming. Swimming is a big deal in our house. Uh, 200 yards breaststroke under three minutes by April 26th. So that one has a specific deadline because that's a uh, national championship meet. That's kind of the end of the season where we swim yards. Then it shifts over to swimming long course meters, and that's an entirely different thing. So I have this goal. I've got about 90-some days to accomplish it. I think I'm going to get there. We'll talk in a little bit about how I break down all my goals and what I'm doing to make sure I achieve them. And then for my mind, I have a creative goal, and that is to create a documentary film about competitive rec swimming in Contra Costa County. So Contra Costa County is in the East Bay of San Francisco. This is a bit of inside baseball, but where we live in the East Bay, 
Contra Costa has the most competitive rec swimming programs. And when I say rec swimming, I'm talking about summer programs, not the year round swimming programs that are run by USA Swimming, but of just neighborhood rec swimming programs. And the reason I'm told is the way the suburbs were developed after World War II. Every neighborhood out here has a six lane, 25 yard pool. And at the when they started out, you know, they might have had, I don't know how many kids, maybe 50 kids on a swim team with 25 families at the pool. After 60 years now, every summer, there are around 10,000 kids who join a neighborhood swim team. And there's so many stories to be told about what that means for our community and kids growing up and a lot of stories around that. And I want to tell that story in a film. How am I going to break down each of those goals to make progress and know that I'm making progress. So starting again with revenue. For this one, uh, in the past, I had the wrong focus. Obviously, I want to make money in my business. As a marketer, I'm thinking I'm going to do more different, better kinds of marketing. And was thinking about traffic to the website and so on. I think I've done a pretty good job of marketing. People are finding out about the podcast. They find out about what I do. One big shift I made was to switch my focus from broadly content marketing a couple years ago to last year where I focused only on creating podcasts for life science companies. And marketing only that has been helpful and it's also led to creating other kinds of content for clients. But my story is I create podcasts to help companies engage in their employees, their customers, and so on. The main thing I'm doing differently is behaviors around selling, which is stretching me out of my comfort zone. That's a hard thing for me. So we'll have some new marketing initiatives, but my main focus is around behaviors related to selling. So I wasn't doing the right thing before, or it wasn't getting me to the goals I had set for myself did a good job of marketing. Now it's a mindset shift to take the audience I've built and my subscriber list and turn those into customers. Swimming. Because I have only a single event, this is also different for me. I'm focused on that one event, 200-yard breaststroke. So I have a very, a fairly strict practice routine relative to other people on my swim team who are swimming all kinds of things every day as a group. They practice as a team. I practice by myself because I want to work on exactly the things I want to work on. And I've identified the things that are going to help make a difference in my breaststroke. I, don't, I won't go into all the details. A lot of it's around technique. Even if you're a swimmer, you know that the way we swim things now isn't the same way as we swam them many, many years ago. That's what I'm working on there. And in terms of my creative goal right now, it's a lot about education and learning, planning, and practicing and getting feedback. I have put a two-year timeline on this. I'm actually going to use one of the podcasts I produce, I'll talk about that in a second, as a learning and planning exercise for the film. I'm focusing much of what I'm doing on learning videography, even if I don't end up being the final videographer on the project, I want to get ideas about how I want to tell the story in video, practicing, taking still and video shots, planning out what it's going to take to put a documentary film together, learning about funding and distribution and all those things, and then getting feedback on my ideas as well as 
building an audience on social media to promote the film before it even is created and then when it's done for distribution. Those are all the different things I'm thinking about and doing toward that creative goal. One thing I'm really excited about is that all of these goals tie together to pay the bills, keep me healthy, and leave a legacy of some kind. But what I mean by tied together is that they all relate to each other. So work on one benefits more than that single goal. I started this podcast four years ago. Based on that experience, last year, I launched a podcast called Flip Turns, where I tell stories about how swimming changes people's lives. That actually led to new business for Life Science Marketing Radio. And the storytelling aspect of that podcast, combined with the immersion in our local aquatics community, inspired the idea for the documentary. And I'm sure that what I learned there will feed back into my business, whether it's around storytelling or expanding to video, creating audio documentaries, all those things are related. Finally, swimming just keeps me happy and healthy. If I didn't do that, work would suck and I'd be very unhealthy. In the long run, that's not a good strategy. So I make it a priority to get that exercise in so I can keep working and keep having fun. And I just want to say I recognize I'm truly grateful for the situation that I have that I don't have a long commute, which I've essentially replaced my commute time from my previous job with swimming. So now the time I would have spent in my car, I now spend in a pool, which is much better. And I realize not everybody has that opportunity. I recognize that I have that and I'm very grateful for it. That's all I want to say about goals. Set goals, write them down, share them, not too many, and focus on the right things. That's the takeaway from this podcast. The goals that I have for this podcast aren't super specific, but I want to expand the network, not just for me, but for my guests and listeners. I am always grateful for introductions that you all make to potential speakers, and I'm happy to make an introduction for you to any speakers that you hear that you'd like to meet. So know that that's an open invitation. If there are people who have been on this podcast and you'd say, oh, I'd like to get in touch with them, let me know. I'm happy to connect people. That's what it's all about. And honestly, the networking aspect of this podcast has been the best I've ever found in my life. So we can all help each other. Don't hesitate to ask me for an introduction. In the comments section on the landing page for this podcast, I'd love it if you tell me what your personal goals are for this year. And then I will try to update you throughout the year, through the podcast, on how I'm doing with each of my goals, the documentary, the swimming, and, of course, how I'm doing on the revenue goal. If you like the podcast, tell your colleagues. I will be back in two weeks with a live human being on the other side of this thing. So, uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Bye-bye.